What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Roastmasters Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Ben Mostar, and along with me, as always, Brandon King and Garrett Harrison, here to help you not only win your fantasy league, but maybe win some sports bets. We're giving you our predictions of the NFL games of week three, and we're going to review week two. And Hopefully you didn't listen to me last week for my lock bets because they were everything but a lock. I lost out on some money, but that's all right. It happens. It's it's sports betting, and I got a couple locks for you this week. So let's jump back to week two and kind of talk about a game that maybe stood out to you that you enjoyed watching or maybe in a bad way. Uh, let's start with Brandon. Brandon, week two, what did you think about some of the matchups, which, which, you, which was your favorite one to watch? Oh, man. New York at Washington was a pretty good one uh, for the simple fact that the Giants almost won that game. Um, it was a pretty tough contest back and forth. Um, didn't see, you know, just more offensive than defensive in that game, but apparently but in the end washington held up there into the bark and ended up coming away with a 30 to 29 win um the new york giants aren't all that difficult that we think they are they just need uh, just a little bit more of an incentive to get that push but that was a good matchup to watch um as uh that was pretty much my prediction that was a good matchup to watch uh washington uh, new york at washington so that was my. That was mine. Uh, mine was the uh, Panthers uh, versus the Saints game. I honestly didn't really think the Panthers had a chance after watching what the Saints did to the Packers the the week before. But I don't know, man. Maybe, and I know it's a divisional game. Divisional games are always always you know can go either way. But maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Panthers are real this year. Uh, I mean, only time will tell. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, but another another good game that I thought was a good bounce back week was uh, for um, the uh, crap Green Bay. The Green Bay versus Detroit game. Aaron Jones had one hell of a game. Um, I actually had him in my one fantasy league since I'm five. Uh, he popped off. He actually won me the game, which was nice. So, but. I don't know. Those those two games, I think, stood out to me the most. Uh... Yeah, a lot of good football last week. Uh, I really liked watching the Seattle and Tennessee game, even though it didn't go in the favor that I wanted. Derrick Henry dominated in fantasy with 50-plus fantasy points. They go into overtime. Tennessee looked very bad against that Arizona team in week one, so... I was wondering how would they bounce back going into Seattle in a tough environment with the 12th man up there. And they did just fine. You know, the the Tennessee Titans is a team that I think has a potential to go to the Super Bowl this year. I've already placed a wager on them to win the AFC and to make it to the Super Bowl. I I think that they have a pretty good overall team uh, lacking in defense the first two weeks and, but their offense came alive against a good Seattle team. So I, I really enjoyed that one. Again, went into overtime. Ravens Chiefs was very good. The Ravens coming back in that one. And uh, it is 
I believe it was Brandon said Washington and New York Giants uh, on a missed field goal. Looked like the Giants were going to win, but there was an offsides call and Washington got to kick again and win the game. So what a tough wrap for the Giants. But overall, we're already two weeks into football. Let's take a look at the scores from week two. We did have the Washington football team pick up their first win against the New York Giants 30 to 29 last Thursday. The Raiders go 2-0. They defeated the Steelers at Heinz Field 26-17. The 49ers also are 2-0 now, defeating the Eagles 17-11. The Browns versus the Texans. The Browns won 31-21. The Broncos 23-13 over the Jags. The Panthers 2-0 now defeated the Saints 26-7 in a big victory there in Carolina. The Rams 27-24 over the Colts to remain undefeated. The Bills defeated the Dolphins and not just defeated them, but obliterated them after a week one loss to the Steelers 35-0. The Patriots took care of the Jets 25-6. Bears over the Bengals at home 20-17. The Buccaneers, it was close a little bit with the Falcons, but they blew it away at the end, 48-25. to The Cardinals over the Vikings, 34-33 to in a close one. As I said already, the Titans over the Seahawks in overtime, 33-30. to The Cowboys went into L.A. and defeated the Chargers, 20-17. to Sunday night football, the Ravens defeated the Chiefs in a close one, 36-35. And the Packers get their first win after a tough week one, only scoring three points, put up 35 in week two and take down the Lions 35 to 17. And that was week two for you. We're going to move on to week three with our predictions now. And we start with tonight and the undefeated Carolina Panthers travel to Houston, Texas to take on the Texans. And it is they are eight and a half point favorites Carolina is heading into Houston the over under set at 43 and a half Garrett will go to you first can Carolina remain undefeated um yes I I do believe they could remain undefeated um my only concern is uh it's at it's at Texas and they they are looking pretty good but that it has been with Tyrod Taylor but fun fact uh Every time Tyrod Taylor has gotten hurt in the past two years, his backup has been Maker Mayfield popped off. His other his other backup uh, was Justin Herbert popped off. So I don't know. Maybe maybe this guy that's coming in, maybe it's his time. Um, but I, I do think the Carolina Panthers can uh, pull this win out. Um, I think Christian McCaffrey has a pretty decent game. Um, I th- I'm, ho- I'm hoping Robbie Anderson can have a, a decent game too. But if not. It is what it is, but I think I, I think I think you don't go wrong with starting with uh, with most of the Panthers' offense, you know, during tonight's game. Um, eight and a half. I think that's a little. I think that's a little too high. Maybe um, I, I think it'll be a little bit closer. Um, you just never know. I'd like to say that they'll we'll, we'll cover that, but I for me, I don't think they will. I can tell you right now, I don't like the eight and I, I don't like the eight and a half because I don't see uh, Houston covering the spread. Eight and a half is just a little bit too much. 
and three and a half is even is not even going to be even close. I see Carolina winning this in double digits because uh, I can see Carolina winning this game by a score of 27 to 13. Um, I, I don't trust Houston right now. It's just so much and it's just a lot of drama over there. Uh, so right now, give me, like I said, give me Carolina to win this by double digits by a score of 27 to 13. Yeah, I like Carolina in this game to win it. You know, it's crazy to say that they might be 3-0, and but they've had some pretty good matchups so far. What what hurts for Houston is not having Tyrod Taylor. They're going with Davis Mills, who was their third-round pick this year out of Stanford. And he has played in some games, but he was 8 and eight for 18, 102 yards, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, that's not terrible. That was versus Cleveland last week after uh, Tyrod got hurt. But that's a little concerning for me because – I mean, eight for 18, that's a 44% completion rate. And he only averaged about 5.7 passing yards per attempt. So it's concerning to me. I would take Houston to cover this eight and a half if it was Tyrod playing, but I'm concerned. Uh, and, and for that reason, I'm taking Carolina the eight and a half. I'm taking them to win the over under at 43 and a half. You know, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the under a little bit just because I don't know if this this quarterback can put up numbers or not. If he can, this could this could blow up of the over, but I'm going to play it safe and play the under. I like Carolina to win this. Garrett says, play your Carolina guys, play your Carolina guys. You know, Brandy Cooks has been popping off in fantasy. My concern with him would be the connection with this Davis Mills and what they can do this week. It's not... Carolina's defense is decent, um, and I'd actually play them. I've picked them up in the leagues that I could for tonight because of Davis Mills at quarterback. But the only guy for Houston that I think about playing is Brandon Cooks because of his production so far. A little hesitant, though. A little hesitant because I don't know what Davis Mills will do. But if you got Cooks, you're most likely going to play him. But just be hesitant. If you got somebody else to throw in there for him that can produce numbers, I would – I'd be more comfortable doing that, but Carolina all the way tonight on Thursday night football. Now, as we jump on it to Sunday, we start with the one o'clock games and we're starting with Arizona at the Jacksonville Jaguars, Arizona sneak out a win against the Minnesota Vikings. That was one of my locks last week of the three and a half. They only got it done by one, uh, but they go into Jacksonville. who's just struggling lately. Owen two. And for that reason, Arizona's seven and a half point favorites on the road over under set at 51 and a half. We go back to Brandon. What do you think about this one? I like the over under at 51 and a half. I don't like the seven and a half because I think that um, Arizona is going to win by double digits. I don't see Jacksonville covering it, but I like Arizona to win this by double digits uh, with my score of 31-18, Arizona. Uh, yeah, I uh, I think, I, I, like Brandon says, I don't like that seven and a half. I, I really do think Arizona is going to win this game by more than uh, 
more than that. It's, I, it's good. I think it's going to be a blowout almost. Um, I, I do, I do think, uh, you, you, got to you got to start Kyler. You got to start Kyler Murray. You got to start pretty much every offensive weapon he has. Um, I honestly would probably take their defense because their defense looked really good against the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't that great. Um, but I, I don't see, I, I don't really see Jacksonville doing much in this game. I, it, it should be, it should be a no brainer. Um, but one player you should start from Jacksonville would be a Marvin Jones Jr. The him and um, Trevor Lawrence have some some nice kind of uh, really good connections going on, and I really want him. I really want him in fantasy leagues, but I, I didn't get him. But yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't not go wrong with starting Marvin Jones this week. Yeah, Garrett, you say Marvin Jones. I'm actually going to play him at the flex spot in this matchup this week in our auction league, I, I struggled with the flex position for a few weeks, but now I got Marvin Jones Jr. who has had almost 20 fantasy points in each matchup for the first two games. So Lawrence likes him, and there's enough weapons at Jacksonville that are not going to double him. So I do like him, but let's get to this game, Arizona at Jacksonville. I'm going with another lock, Arizona. I'm going with you. I need you to get the job done this week. I love Arizona minus seven and a half. You know, Denver got it done versus Jacksonville uh, last week by 10. There's no way that Arizona makes this one close. I think they blow Jacksonville out of the water to go three and oh. And this Jacksonville team is just god awful. So lock it in as my first lock of the week, Arizona minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. Um, obviously Arizona to win the over under is very close at the 51 and a half, because I think all those points would be scored by Arizona almost, but I'm going to slightly play the under just because I think that Jacksonville is not going to be able to put up the points versus this Arizona defense like Minnesota was able to last week and Arizona will get some points. I like the score that Brandon said which would put you right under the under for this one. One more player to mention, if you have the chance to pick him up in fantasy, he was not really drafted. He was a top waiver wire pickup this week is Rondale Moore, the rookie wide receiver out of Purdue. The first week, he was okay. He, he didn't really pick up the big numbers. He had four catches for 68 yards, but this past week, Seven receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown uh, against this Minnesota defense. Eight targets in that game, too. So it looks like he's stepping up as they might double DeAndre Hopkins. He's the guy that you want on your team. Uh, he's been averaging almost 17 yards per catch, too. So that is very good to note, too, that you're going to at least get two points out of him each time he catches the ball it seems like. And right now he's only rostered in 64% of leagues. So there's a chance that he's still sitting on your bench. If you haven't heard about him this week or sitting on the waivers, I mean, there's a chance that he's there and he's going to blow up this week, big time against Jacksonville. Love Rondell Moore this week, uh, but Arizona all the way. Okay. The next game we jump to is Indianapolis at Tennessee, a divisional game. And most people think that this is it's going to be between these two for the division. 
as you have a poor Houston and, and Jacksonville team. But right now the Colts are 0-2. Looks like without Carson Wentz this week, uh, plus five on the road against the Tennessee Titans, who are one and run one and one right now after a big victory over the Seattle Seahawks over under 47 and a half. We jump back to Garrett. Who do you like in this one? Dude, I I hate picking between the Colts and the Titans because their games always seem to be super close, always seem to be like a 33 to 30 or like a 35 to, you know, 38, some kind of this, it, it just I, I hate picking these games. But Carson Wentz out, you know, I think that's a big factor. But they always seem somehow to a way to to do it. The keys keep them at least keep them in the games, no matter who's back there throwing the ball. Um that being said though, I like the way Titans played last week. You know, that a great bounce back week. I, I really do think the Titans take this one, but I, I don't like that five and a half spread. I, I, I don't think, uh, I think it's going to be, uh, it, it might be a one point game. It, it's going to come down to the end, I think. Um, so give me the Titans in this week. Yeah. Um, divisional games are always hard to pick uh, because they always play so competitive. Um, but with the fact that Indianapolis is a little depleted, Derrick Henry had a big week last week. If you had him in fantasy football, kudos to you. He got you 56 points. I like Tennessee in this matchup here. So it's going to be real close. I don't agree with the spread. I don't think it's going to cover the spread. It may cover the over-under. But I like Tennessee in this one. So I'm going to take Tennessee by a score of 30 to 29. This is a tough one to pick. And... I honestly want to say stay away from this one just because it's a divisional game and it's going to be close. But I do, and I'm not going to lock it, but I do love Tennessee minus five at home, and here's why. It looks like the Colts are going with Jacob Eason just because of the Carson Wentz injury. Last week at the Rams when he came in, he was two for five, 25 yards and a pick. The guy is Awful, and I think that this Tennessee defense is going to eat him alive. I know it was a close game last week with the Rams. Their defense can keep them in games. So it is very, very tough to determine this one as far as playing it. That's why I'm like, stay kind of stay away. But if I had to play it, I'm liking the Tennessee minus five right now uh, just because of that reason. And what we saw at Tennessee last week, I think is going to be a boost to to help them at home versus Indianapolis this week over under 47 and a half. Uh, I think it's going to be very close to that. I, I think that's a fair uh, number there. I'm going to play the under just a little bit because, you know, I don't think Indianapolis is going to be able to put points on the board and to keep them in the game. It's going to be because of their defense. And that means it'll be a lower scoring game, but give me the Titans at home. All right. Baltimore at Detroit, Baltimore with a huge victory over the Kansas City Chiefs this past week after dropping their first game to the Raiders are seven and a half point favorites on the road in Detroit, who is 0-2, who hasn't really looked good so far. The over-under set at 50 and a half. Brandon, who are you taking in this one? I'm taking Baltimore. 
Um, I'm not sure what the spread is on this one. If I had to be, a, if I had to guess, I said the spread between Baltimore and Detroit has to be like 12 or 11 and a half, uh, which I don't think Detroit, it, nah, I don't know. Detroit might not cover that or they may, but either it's, way, it's it goes, seven and a half. It's seven and a half. Yep. I don't see Detroit. I don't see Detroit covering it because I see Baltimore winning this game by a score of 30 to 17. Oops, sorry. I <laughs> started talking and I didn't forget to unmute. Um, give me, give me Baltimore. I, 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 I like Baltimore a lot in this game. Um, yes, Detroit has been looking decent. You know, I feel like Detroit will be one of those, you know, like seven win teams. I think this year just got to give them some time, but I, I just don't think they all have it there yet. Um, so give me Baltimore in this one. Here is my second lock of the week. I love Baltimore on the road at Detroit with this minus seven and a half. Detroit has not even been close to that. Well, they had eight the first week. They lost by eight to the San Fran team. And last week they got dismantled 35 to 17 to the Packers. This Baltimore team is much better than that. They have a fantastic defense. They're going to be able to shut down Jared Goff if you've got him. I know he's been putting up some yards, but I would bench a lot of your lines in this one. DeAndre Swift, I would play, and TJ Hawkinson. Those are the only two that I'd play for Detroit. Other than that, I'm staying away. I love Baltimore 7.5. They get it done by double digits on the road, and I think they open up the passing game a little more. They've been struggling. Uh, passing the ball, and I think this is a big day for Mark Andrews. And I'm not just saying that because I recently acquired him in a trade, but I honestly think Detroit's defense is very poor against tight ends, and that's going to benefit them. They're going to they're going to want to try to get Andrews involved because he's one of the best tight ends in the league, one of the top five. So uh baltimore minus seven and a half the over under a 50 and a half i'm going to take the over in this one uh because detroit has been able to put up some points uh and baltimore obviously they're going to score in the 30s so i think detroit gets just enough to cover that over but baltimore all the way for my second lock of the week as we jump on to washington at buffalo um, right now, both teams one and one Washington picking up the one point victory last week against the Giants Buffalo picking up their first victory by destroying the Miami Dolphins. Uh, right now, Buffalo is seven point favorites at home. The over under is set at 45 and a half as we jump back to Garrett with his prediction on this one. Um, I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than what some people think. Um, but it's at Buffalo. I like uh, I, I like Buffalo a lot in this game. Actually, I think I think I think they I think they get they pull out the win, but do not count out uh, Washington in this one. Uh, it's been it's been a weird start to the season with some teams you know winning and some teams losing. I I don't know. You just never know. So I'm going to I'm going to lock in my pick this uh, with. Uh, Buffalo this week. 
This one's tough because I'm looking for Washington to cover, but I'm looking for Buffalo for the win. Uh, It's going to come down to a touchdown score. I have Buffalo winning this one 27-20. Yeah, I mean, I like Buffalo in this one. I'm picking them to win. The, The seven is very tough because if we see the Buffalo team of week one, they are not going to get it. If we see the Buffalo team of week two, heck yeah, they're going to win. Um, so since Buffalo's at home, Washington barely getting a victory against the Giants, who I think are god-awful. I'm going to take Buffalo to cover that seven and obviously to win the over-under at 45 and a half. Man, that's very, very tough. I'm going to slightly play the over, though. This Washington offense, you know, they got Taylor Heineke now. And he was able to put up points. I know it was a Giants defense, um, but they're able to put up points, 30 points in, in week one and 16 in, or sorry, 16 in week one, 30 points a week two. Uh, Heineke did a little bit better. I know it's a better defense, but I think it's enough to cover the, or hit the over the 45 and a half. So, you, you know, nothing flashy here. You play your guys that you got. I, you know, Terry McLaurin went off last week. It's Heineke's guy. Buffalo, you're going to play the guys that you got. Uh, it's just kind of a, a regular game. Nothing too flashy. I could see it being a closer game, but I'll, I'll just say Buffalo to win. That's what I'm comfortable if I was betting this game. I'm not comfortable betting the over-under or the spread of seven in this one. Now we jump to the New England Patriots. They're at home against the New Orleans Saints. We thought that the Saints were phenomenal after defeating the Packers in week one. Then they go and get destroyed by the Carolina Panthers. Yes, another one of my poor locks of last week was the Saints uh, minus three or was minus three and a half on the road to Carolina. Now they go up to New England one and one. They get the job done in week two against the Jets. The over-under at 42 and a half. Brandon, this one should be a interesting one up there in Foxborough. The question is, which new quarterback, you know, you got Winston there who is new to the Saints pretty much, and you got the rookie in Mac Jones. Which mm-hmm. one gets the win? Winston does. Um, I don't trust – there's something about New England that's missing, and I don't know what it is yet, and I can't put my finger on it. New Orleans is going to be one of those teams. They're going to be good for a week. Then they're going to be bad for a week. They're going to be good for a week. They're going to be bad for a week. But I'm going to take uh, New Orleans here to um, beat the New England Patriots. I'm going to take a by score of 31-23. Where is this game at? Is that the Saints? They're in New England. Ah, all right. I'm going to take New England this week. they, they, the Saints looked really bad last week. Yes, do I think they're going to bounce back a little bit? Probably, but that New England defense and offense seem to be okay. I'm pretty, you know, pretty decent. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna lock in with, um, with New England this week. Guys, if you're betting, stay away, stay away from this game. Because this game could go either way. And there's a lot of games like that this week. So it's tough to really pick some 
some locks. You know, you got the Saints on the road who in week one looked fantastic, but then in week two go to the Panthers. Maybe the Panthers are just that good, guys, 2-0, and but really, really struggled against that Panthers team. Where you look at New England, they lose to a Dolphins team that got blown out in week two at home, but then they get the victory versus the Jets, who are very bad. So this is very, very tough to pick. If you're going to make me pick, I'm going to take New England to cover the minus three. Um, So that would be plus three for New England. But I'm going to take the Saints on this one. I think they bounce back. I think they have the better team. Mac Jones is still trying to get himself, you know, going on that offense. And he's still – I don't think he threw for a touchdown last week, and I thought he would go off against that Jets defense. I think the Saints got something under him that they got to win this week, and that's why I think they get the victory on the road. But a very close game. I like New England to cover that three. I think it's maybe a one-point victory for the Saints. The over-under at 42-and-a-half. Um, I would slightly play the over just because I think that under is just a little bit too low. And uh, New Orleans last week was very bad, but they can put up points. New England, they can put up enough points to hit the over. But God, just stay away from this game. There's nothing that I like here at all that's like, oh, yeah, I got to bet this. So stay uh, away. As we move on, let's get away from that. We got the Chargers at the Chiefs, which very good divisional rivalry game here. You had the Chargers who suffered a loss at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. They're six-and-a-half-point underdogs going into Kansas City. And Kansas City's looking for revenge after losing on the road to Baltimore. So they come back to Kansas City as six and a half point favorites. The over under is set at 54 and a half points as we jump to Garrett. Who are you taking in this one? Man, this is another game that I I I don't like. I, I really don't like this. Um, because the matchups last year when they played each other, uh they were they were close and they were really good. Um, I oh man, I want I I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think they bounce back this week. Um, but boy, I, I that six and a half point spread. I I don't I I I play I I wouldn't play that. I it, the char- the Chargers will cover that. Um, I think it comes down to a field goal. But it's, this game is going to be either a very defensive battle, like a 20 to 17 game, or it's going to be uh, a shootout. Uh, you just don't know with these with these division games. But um, I'm going to take the Chiefs this week. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Chiefs this week as well. I don't trust that. Um, I don't trust that spread. I don't know what the over under is, but I'm not trusting it because I'm thinking that uh, Kansas City is going to win this one by field goal. Give me a score of 27 to 24. Over under is set at 54 and a half. I think that's a little high. I mean, both teams can put up points, but I think they're going to be somewhere in the 20s, um, the mid 20s, which will cut them pretty close, but I don't think they quite get there. Kansas City's got to bounce back this week, and they're going to do it at home. The six and a half is very questionable because it's a division game. Um, I could see it going either way. Another game where I'd be staying away from, where 
I would take money line Kansas City, um, but definitely not play the six and a half. I, I am tempted to take the Chargers to cover that just because these divisional games are usually close. And that's what I would play if I had to play that. Um, but the only thing that I feel comfortable playing here is the money line because I do think the Chiefs bounce back and that they have to. Uh, otherwise, they're going to be even further down in the division because um, they would be behind the Raiders. Most Yeah, they'd be up behind the Raiders and the Chargers. So that would be, that'd be something insane. Um, but give me Kansas City to win this one. Chicago is heading on the road to Cleveland and uh, Chicago got a victory last week versus Cincinnati at home. Cleveland is one and one on the year now after, you know, giving a good game to the chiefs, they defeated the Texans by 10 good news for Cleveland this week. They do get Odell Beckham jr. Back Um, Cleveland does open a seven and a half point favorites at home versus the Chicago bears. And it is also going to be Justin Fields debut. The over-under set at 45. We jump to, let's see, who do we just go to? I think we went to Garrett. So it's the Brandon. Chicago versus Cleveland. Who are you taking? Cleveland should win. Chicago should lose. It's tough to tell. My concern is Odell Beckham Jr., I don't think he played much. I don't think he played at all during preseason. This is now week three. There's got to be some rust on you. Chicago, we'll see what happens with this quarterback. I'm going against the norm here because this game is tough to call. I don't even like this game. Anybody who's a better, I, I, I wouldn't bet on this game at all. It goes against everything I stand for, but give me Cleveland to just get a little bit of edge over Chicago. It's going to be close. 26-24. Yeah, I I think Cleveland um, is the more dominant team. Just the way they played the Chiefs the first week, just the way they look, uh, you know, last week against uh, Cincinnati, I, I really do – I really do think that uh, this team could be real this year, man. I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I, they, I just like the way they look. Um, but give me Cleveland. Um, like Brandon says, this game could go either way. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see Justin Fields. I feel like this is a huge, huge upgrade at quarterback, and I am beyond excited to see uh, him in the league this uh, starting this week. Another one that's very tough to call because Chicago can play them close and and they can get blown out like they did versus the Rams in week one. Um, so I'm going to take Chicago to cover, but I do like Cleveland winning at home. Uh, the over under at 45. I really like the over in this one because Cleveland has been able to hit it in their game so far. I know the first one was against Kansas City, so that's a no brainer. Uh, but last week they were able to hit it with Houston uh, if Houston can put up points, Chicago can put up points and they were able to get 20 last week. So I think it's going to be like, a, I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a 28 to 21 type game, which is going to be very close for that spread. 
Um, but Chicago to cover Cleveland to win. And I like the over in this one. Uh, very curious to see what Justin Fields can do. It's going to be a fun one to watch. And I think a, a pretty competitive game, but I'm going to go with the Browns. Now we go to Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati looked good in week one. Uh, and then they take a loss this past week to the Chicago Bears on the road in, in a close game, though. Now they travel to Pittsburgh, who, hey, a week one victory versus the Bills wasn't that great till the second half, but they got the job done. And then they lose to the Raiders at home uh, in another closer game there. But uh, the over under at 43 and a half. Pittsburgh is still favored in this game. Minus three, but you got to note that there's a lot of injuries so far. Big Ben might not play in this game. Deontay Johnson looks like he'll play, but was hurt uh, at the end of the game last week. On the defensive side, Devin Bush, uh, Joe Hayden, TJ Watt, a lot of question marks on that defense. So noting that, Garrett, do you still like Pittsburgh this week? You know, man, I, I do. Um but I, I am very nervous. I am really nervous for this game. Um, I, I just, I, I, I hope and pray that we can pull out the victory. Um, probably we should win. We should win. But with all these injuries, man, it just makes me real nervous. I mean, real nervous. But give me, give me the Steelers. I hope they don't let me down. And if they do, I'll probably cry. Um, I've been following, um, this, um, Pittsburgh still a team as I'm sure as we all have, um, I know Ben's peck is a question mark right now. He didn't practice. Um, I did see Devin Bush was a full participant in practice. Joe Hayden was limited. Uh, TJ Watt was limited. Um, it looks, um, it looks like some of the players will be ready to go. I think, uh, Deontay Johnson will be ready to go, Ben, excuse me, Ben is the question mark because of that pack. Now he had a press conference. Um, I'm working up to my point. He's, he had a press conference and stated that it only hurts if he goes outside of his reach. That's where the issue is. If I am a coach, I would do this. I would suit up the rest of my QBs, that being Dobbs, Haskins, and Rudolph, even though I don't trust them as far as I can throw him. I would be giving those guys the throwing game and give Ben the running game because Ben can't go out of his reach. So that's what I'm looking at. Now, with all that being said... Pittsburgh should win. They should win 31-23. But let me preface my comments by stating this. To all Pittsburgh Steelers fans, if by some stretch of the imagination, they don't win on Sunday, it is not the end of the world. It is week three. There is still time. People really, and some of, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. Some of these folks who were calling for Tomlin's job last week, you need to jump 
off the wagon now. Tomlin ain't going nowhere. It's a new line. It's new. It's fresh on the offensive side of the ball. Give it time. They'll be all right. The defense is looking great. They'll get some of their starters back. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we're going to be okay. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be fine. But Pittsburgh should win this matchup. 31-23. This is a scary one. It, it could go either way, in my opinion. Um, but I am going to lean more Pittsburgh's way just because of their defense. I, I know they want to bounce back. And the Raiders did defeat a really good Baltimore team the first week. And then this Pittsburgh team on the road, they look really good right now. Um, so I'll give that to Pittsburgh. But also, the offense isn't clicking yet. That offensive line isn't working out too well. And the defense has injuries. So there is concern for Pittsburgh. But I am going to take them. I'm going to take them by the minus three. I think they get it done at Heinz Field. The over-under, I slightly like the over, just because I think no matter who's at quarterback, they'll put up enough points to hit that over. Um, But in this case, I'm going Pittsburgh to win and honestly guys when i've when i've picked against them though they've won so i might have to start picking against pittsburgh if i want them to win in real life uh but i'm going to take pittsburgh this week the last one o'clock game we have atlanta at the new york giants it's the battle of the O and two teams somebody's going to get their first victory the giants almost did last week they tasted it against this washington football team Atlanta, they've been close in some games, but then they've let it go. The over-under at 47 and a half. Brandon, maybe something's coming, maybe a sponsor in this one versus this in this game. What do you think? And ladies and gentlemen, here we have our first tidy bowl game. Uh, two teams that are crap. Two teams that you can flush down the toilet. Two teams that ain't going to give you nothing but diarrhea and constipation. Um, But I like Atlanta a little bit better than New York. Um, But this game, ah, for the love of of all humanity, uh, this game makes me sick. This game, make, this game really one makes me go to the bathroom, throw up three times, put it in a bag, smell it, and then throw up three more times and act like I did something. Um, but I'm going to take Atlanta just a little bit over New York. 2017, don't bet on this game. This game is crap. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, like, I like Atlanta in this one. Um, but Giants defense, I, I don't think would be able to stop the passing game, nor um, hopefully the running game can get going for the Falcons, you know, with Mike Davis. I know Cordell Patterson's been doing pretty decent, but um, yeah, I, I just, I, I really do think there's a lot of other issues going on with the Giants that they need to figure out. I, I, I really like uh, the Falcons in this one. This one's very tough. I mean, as Brandon said, and as I expected him to say, the tidy bull game of the week, the Falcons just getting destroyed in week one, 32 to six. You look at the Giants in week one, 
They lost by 14 to the Broncos. Then you get a week two. The Giants tasted victory on the road versus Washington in a close divisional game, but don't get the job done. Then you look at Atlanta, who was in it with the Buccaneers for a while, but then they let it slip by. It's just a terrible game, um, a terrible betting game. Uh, I, either of these teams could win. They could win by a small margin. They could win big. The over-under could hit either or. I think there are points put in this game, so I'd lean more towards the over. But I'm going to take the Giants at home, you know, just because they're at home. Atlanta scares me. Uh, you know, the first week, god-awful. The second week, they got points on the board. So both teams did improve, but the Giants, I think, improved a little bit more. And neither team have good defenses. So why not? I'm going with the home team, going with the New York Giants. And uh, Cordell Patterson, as you brought him up, Garrett, he is somebody that is on my start list. If he is available for you on the waivers, pick him up. I think he has a field day versus the Giants. Mike Davis, this is his game to show who he is if you got him and they need to get Ridley more involved in the passing game and Kyle Pitts if Atlanta has a chance to win. Again, very, very, very tough one to pick, but I'm only going with the Giants since they are at home. Now we're done with the 1 o'clock games. Let's move on to the 4 o'clock games. And we're starting with the Miami Dolphins after getting shut out last week against the Buffalo Bills. They travel to the Death Star in Vegas and they take on the Las Vegas Raiders who are undefeated and Vegas opens up as four and a half point favorites at home. The over under set at 43 and a half. We've moved to Garrett. Who do you like in this one? It's the Raiders versus who again? Dolphins. Oh. Uh, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders all day in this game. Um, I don't see, I don't see the Dolphins being able to, to beat the Raiders with without Tua. Uh, they they just they looked really bad last week. Uh, I I and the Raiders just look really good. So give me the Raiders all day in this game. Oh, sorry about that. Um. I like Las Vegas in this one. I don't see I, – I could see this being a blowout. I could see uh, Las Vegas winning this one by at least 16 or 17. I've got Las Vegas at 35. I've got Miami at 17. Las Vegas is going to win this one. And we jump back to another lock bet of the week for me. I love the Las Vegas Raiders at home this week. Four and a half they're getting. They win by way more than that. Miami might not be with Tua. And in that case, they go with Jacoby Brissett, who looks like he will be playing this Sunday. Jacoby hasn't played since he's played with the Colts. Um, the Raiders, yeah, they just have looked good. You can give it to the Dolphins. They defeated the New England Patriots, whatever. Um, but then they lose to Buffalo by an insane amount, and they had a lot of issues in that game. Buffalo does have a good defense, though, so Miami will put up enough points in this game for them to hit the over. 
but Las Vegas at home minus four and a half. I am betting all day and that's my what now third lock of the week. Yeah. So uh, give me the Raiders and pretty much play anybody you've got, even on both sides. You know, I, I like Gasicki at tight end here. Um, but for the Raiders, it looks like Josh Jacobs should be back. That's very beneficial to the run game. Takes away from Derek Carr. But what I saw Derek Carr do to that Pittsburgh defense, like not many people or teams have been able to do, is he picked them apart and he was able to find other receivers when they were doubling their best player in Darren Waller. Darren Waller has a huge week this week, and they bounce back. The Raiders lock it in, minus four and a half. Now as we move on to the New York Jets, who look just terrible. Zach Wilson, terrible. Ten and a half point underdogs going into Denver. It's already a tough environment to play in. Denver hasn't lost a game yet either, but they also have not really played that great of competition the first two weeks. They defeated the Jaguars last week and the Giants in week one. One thing to note, though, all by double digits. So noting that they may have a worse Jets team coming into town as we jump to uh, Brandon, back to him. Uh, Who do you like in this one, Jets or Broncos? Neither, because this is the tiny bowl game of four of the four o'clock games. These two teams are crap. Um, I like Denver a little bit more though, uh, so I'm not going to say much about this. The J E T X, the J E T S, stink, stink, stink. Um, Denver wins this one by a score of 27-10. Yeah. Um... Give me Denver in this one. I don't really like the competition that they played in the beginning. Uh, you know, the Jets showed some hope against the Panthers, and the Panthers are also uh, two and zero. And then they get, and then the Jets get blown out by the uh, Patriots, but that's a division game. I, I just, I don't see, I don't see the Jets winning this one. Um, that's a really tough environment, like you said, Ben, uh, to go up to and get a win. Uh, the Denver's defense is is pretty solid. Um, uh, and if you're going to start, if you're going to start anybody, I would start um, in this in this game. You know, if you do like DraftKings or something, you could probably get Teddy Bridgewater pretty cheap and you could probably uh, get Melvin Gordon for a decent price. I think those two players, you know, if you're looking at a DraftKings um, kind of side of it, wouldn't be too bad to pick up. So you can use your money elsewhere to get other better players to fill spots for other games. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be my quarterback this week if I if I had to pick one of DraftKings for the price. Uh, he's got a fantastic matchup. This is a week to watch out for Javante Williams, too. He's been sharing time with Melvin Gordon, but he's been kind of getting better yards. I believe he has more – well, maybe not more yards because Gordon busted out a big one in the first week. But he's been more productive, I'd say, out of the backfield because if you take away that big run that Gordon had – in week one, he really wasn't doing any good. So watch out for that. I do like Denver 10 and a half at home. Last week, the Jets didn't even come close to, to hitting anything. They lost by 19 points to the Patriots. I think Denver at home is much tougher. Zach Wilson's going to struggle. Denver's defense will step up. And that's why they win by more than double digits. 
So give me Denver at home. The over-under at 41.5 is not appetizing at all, but I'd slightly favor the over just because I think Denver's going to get some points on the board. Uh, Cortland Sutton, another guy that I'm starting this week. I didn't start him last week. He went off. No Jerry Judy. And Sutton is going to have a field day versus the Jets. I believe he had nine targets last week, and he caught seven or eight of them for – 150 yards so he is the guy that's going to go off this week another DraftKings guy to look for tampa bay at the los angeles rams this is going to be a lot better game than than the last one but tampa bay is only one and a half point favorites on the road versus the rams both teams are undefeated and one team's got to lose. The over-under at 55-and-a-half. Garrett, which team is going to be the loser of this one? Dude, I, 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 don't, I don't like this game. And uh, I do a little football thing at work where, you know, we, everyone throws a dollar in and we just pick every game that week with what teams that we can, who we think are going to win. And I was looking at this game and I'm like, you know, they're like, lock it in. Let's walk in the Bucks right now. You know, I, I really think that Brady's on a different level. And he is on a different level right now. He's been playing really, really good. But my only concern is, it's like, I, the Rams look really good, man. The Rams look really good. And I think they could hold their own. Do, do I think, do I think they can uh, pull out the win? I do, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Bucks in this one. I, 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 I just can't bet against, uh tom brady right now um there's just something about there's something about him he's just playing way too well until he starts playing bad then i will bet against him but this week i'm gonna i am taking the bucks this is the game of the week um this, this has to be the game of the week right here tampa bay los angeles it's gonna be tough but i think tampa bay is gonna pull this one out Tom Brady's been balling. Rob Gronkowski's been balling. Um, I know he won't have Antonio Brown because he's on the COVID protocol list. So uh, our thoughts and our prayers go out to him as, you know, he's recovering, uh, whether he was exposed or got it directly. Uh, so I'm taking Tampa Bay to win this matchup. It's going to be tough. I'm not going to – I would suggest you steer clear from this game because this game could go either way. Um, but I like Tampa Bay in this one by a score of 33 to 30. This is going to be probably the best game of the week, and hopefully it's on TV to watch out of those uh, 4 o'clock games because this is the one to watch. This one is tough again. It's a game I'm staying away from. I don't even like betting the money line on this one because – I don't know who's going to win. I could see the Rams winning. I could see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning, but I'm not going to go against Tom Brady till, till proven differently. So give me Tampa Bay to win this one. If I'm playing, oh man, if I'm playing, this is only one and a half points, but I do like the Rams to maybe cover because maybe it's going to be a one point game. Uh, I don't know. I'm staying away from it. I, I'm taking Tampa Bay just because I'm going with the Super Bowl champ. The over-under, oh, my. Both teams can put up points. I think it'll be a little bit more of a defensive game. Uh, so I'm going to slightly play the under in this one just because I think the Rams' defense will slow down Tampa Bay a little bit more. Um, 
And that might be the reason why the Rams win this game. But for now, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Last four o'clock game that we have is Seattle at Minnesota. Minnesota has been struggling to get a win. They're 0-2. Seattle looked like they were able to beat the Seahawks. Or, yeah, they are the Seahawks. They beat themselves. That's why they lost that game. They were up by double digits against the Tennessee Titans and blew it in the second half. But Seattle is one and one. They're one and a half point favorites on the road versus Minnesota over under 55 and a half as well. As we jump back to don't get me wrong on this one, but I think it's Garrett. No, maybe. No, it's Brandon. Brandon. All right, Brandon, go ahead. Seattle should win this game if they don't get in their own way. I think that's going to be Seattle's problem this season. Seattle's going to get in their own way. So I think if Seattle gets out of their way, they'll be fine. So, but Minnesota's not a bad team. Um, I think Minnesota uh, has all the tools. Um, they just need an opportunity. They could pull off the upset here, but I don't see it happening. So I'm going to take Seattle to win this matchup. I'm going to take Seattle by a score of 30-23. Yep, Brandon said it uh, pretty perfect there. You know, Minnesota has all the tools. You know, they just got to get it all clicking together at the same time. Um, I, I like Seattle in this one more than I do like uh, Minnesota, but Derrick Henry had a, a monster week last week against Seattle, and I really do think Dalvin Cook will have a monster must start. Actually, I would pick him up in your DraftKings league. I think he has a, a, a really great week. Um, that being said, though, I, I it, it, this game could go either way. You know, you just you don't know. I, I don't like these games this week are, are kind of tough and, and my favorite. But it's still the beginning of the season. We're still trying to figure out all these teams out. But right now, I like Seattle more than I like Minnesota. Here's another lock bet for me this week, and it is Seattle minus one and a half on the road versus Minnesota. Look, this Minnesota team almost got the job done versus a Cardinals team on the road. They almost beat the Cincinnati Bengals, but it was the Cincinnati Bengals in overtime, and they should have beat them. Minnesota could easily be 2-0 and right now. We might be talking differently about this game. But I don't see Seattle losing another one and getting into their, own team, into their own head. The Seattle team is a good team, and Russ isn't going to allow them to lose another one to go 1-2. and two. This division's very tough that they're in. All the teams are undefeated. This is a chance for them to bounce up into the division ranks. So I do like Seattle on the road versus Minnesota. Slightly play the under. If Dalvin Cook is healthy right now, he hasn't been practicing due to a injury. Um, but if he's playing, get him. Tyler Lockett has been phenomenal this year. And guys, if you listen to the podcast when we're doing our previews, he was my huge sleeper. And look at him right now, back-to-back 30-plus point fantasy games. Hopefully you listen to me. Tyler Lockett is the man. And... This is going to be a very, very, very good contest, but I slightly favor Seattle and this one to bounce back. All right, Sunday Night Football, Green Bay at San Francisco. 
Green Bay looked awful in the week one. They bounced back against Detroit in week two. Zero touchdowns for Rodgers in week one. Four touchdowns for him in week two. Four touchdowns for Aaron Jones in week two. What a phenomenal performance by him. But they go into San Francisco, a tough San Fran defense and an undefeated San Francisco team who were able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles in week two. And when we bounce back to week one, they did defeat a Lions team, just as Green Bay did. Right now, Green Bay is plus three on the road versus San Francisco, the over-under at 50 and a half. Who do you like in this one, Gary? Oh, man, that's that's tough. Um, you know, I, 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 like, I like the way San Francisco is playing. But that win last last week that Green Bay had was was tough. That was a, a tough win. Um, so I, I want to go. I want I want to pick Green Bay. I, I I think Green Bay can can pull this out. I, I I but yet again, San Francisco is looking good. So but give me Green Bay this week. I think they I think they get the job done, and I think Aaron Jones could have a a pretty decent game uh, against uh, the San Francisco defense. Uh, it's hard to go against either team. But for the sake of the matchup, I'm pulling the upset. I'm actually going to go with San Francisco to win this one. Uh, it's going to be close. I think Green Bay is going to cover it, but I look for San Francisco to win it because I give them just a little bit edge. They're playing really good right now. Green Bay they might be inconsistent. I don't know. We'll see. But I like San Francisco, so I'm going to take San Francisco to win this one, 34-31. And this worked last week for you, Brandon. <laughs> you know, you took San Francisco, we took Philly, so that paid off for you. San Francisco has played some two easy teams, uh, and you argue that, well, Green Bay played the, an easy team there. In, in week two versus Detroit. They both have played Detroit. The 49ers almost lost to him at the end, 41 to 33 on the road. And Green Bay bounces back and wins 35-17. I think Green Bay has found their footing. Their offense looked phenomenal in week, week two. And I think that carries into week three. A very, very, very close and competitive game but I like the Green Bay plus three because I think that they win outright, but plus three gives them a little leeway there to make it a close game. Um, so give me Green Bay to win. I'm with Garrett. San Fran's offense just isn't as good as, as Green Bay's can be. And if they play like they did last week, they will win. Uh, and, and one other key thing is um, their, their running backs. They pretty much have no running back. They're all injured for San Francisco, so that hurts. So it's going to be, be revolving in the passing game. So Green Bay's defense has got to step up, and San Francisco's offense is – or San Francisco's defense is what's going to win it for them if they do. But I like Green Bay to win this one. All right, last game, Monday night football. We go to the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys, a NFC East division rivalry game Philadelphia comes in off the loss to the 49ers whereas Dallas comes off their first victory 
versus the L.A. Chargers. Right now, Dak and, and Cooper are a little banged up, but are looking to play. And Philadelphia is just trying to come in and, and pull the upset. The question is, will they get it done? Dallas is three and a half point favorites at home. And the over under is set at 51 and a half. Brandon, send us away with your final pick of the week. 51 and a half is going to be lower than that. I don't trust either team. And for the first time on this podcast in the year 2021, this game has the potential to be a tie. So I'm thinking the way it's looking right now, I say Dallas wins 24-21, but I won't be shocked if this game ends up in a tie. I am. Uh, I'm, I'm taking Dallas in this one. Um, I don't like the way Philly uh, looks right now. I think they got to figure some stuff out. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it's, 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 give me, give me Dallas in this one. Yeah, I like Dallas in this one too. I mean, week one they played a very bad Atlanta team. Week two they almost got the job done versus the 49ers but a very tough 49ers defense. I think this game is going to be more competitive. I think it slightly hits the under just because I think it'll be like a 24-21 type game, which puts them at the under. Philadelphia has the potential to win this one, but the game's at home. So I like Dallas. I like them minus three and a half. I I think that they really get their team going at home in a a big rivalry game. And this is a a must-win game for them because it is – a division rival, and they are back in Dallas. So I'm liking Dallas to win this one. So that is our predictions for week three. My locks of the week that I'm going to be betting is Arizona minus seven and a half versus Jacksonville, Baltimore minus seven and a half versus Detroit, and Las Vegas minus four and a half versus Miami. Those are the three locks, but I'd also throw in, uh, if you want to be a little bit more risky, Green Bay plus three. Seattle minus one and a half at Minnesota. I think those two could be added if you want to do a parlay, but a comfortable, safe lock parlay. I'm going to do the three that I said, Arizona minus seven and a half at Jacksonville, Baltimore minus seven and a half at Detroit and the Raiders minus four and a half versus the Miami Dolphins. So hopefully I do better on my three locks this week. Last week I was of no help. So I apologize for that. But, hey, it happens, and we're just getting started in the NFL season, so we're still seeing what teams can and can't do. If you guys follow us on social media, it is RM underscore fantasy football on Instagram. Over on TikTok, you can follow me, the Beast Benny Cakes. I post uh, start and sit for the NFL for fantasy football each week. So you can go over there. If you have a question, I will answer it. Um, I'll be doing stuff on our social media on Instagram as well. I'm going to try to this week to put some stuff up. Um, and if you want to listen to the podcast, if you're on another site, we are on Apple podcasts, Roastmasters fantasy football. If you're listening over from anchor, it, it kind of sends you out to where we all are. And we're on Apple podcasts. Uh, we are on Google uh, play and we are on Spotify. Just, just search Roastmasters fantasy football and you'll find us. So hopefully we can help you win some games this week. Um, I don't think that I was able to say or, or that I went over our overall standings 
uh, last week, Brandon went 12 and four in games and Garrett and I went 11 and five in the overall standings for the year. Brandon 21 and 11. Garrett and I are both 19 and 13. So we're two games below Brandon. Uh, I, I did d- believe that I missed that earlier. So we'll end on that. And uh, hopefully you guys win in fantasy football this week. Again, if you got any questions for us, we're here to help. You can find us on our RM underscore fantasy football Instagram page or go over to my TikTok, the Vs of any cakes, and uh, I'll help you win your fantasy league and hopefully redeem myself in sports bets this week. So thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week for week four.